0: Up chased, I've chased, I've chased, I've chased. <laughs> well Trey, welcome to Listy Humans Podcast, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah,
1: how's it feeling? Finally, finally, good to be here, man. Yeah, you see it on YouTube all the time. So it's finally,
0: <laughs> finally, good to actually be here. Do you know, it's funny to hear that all the time because, like, I still consider myself as a newbie. You know yeah, because I, mean? I only yeah. got like fourteen episodes, and I'm like planning to have like a thousand episodes or <sighs> thousands and thousands upon episodes. So when people do say I've been watching you on YouTube, I'm always like, ah. Oh, am i one of those guys now like, <laughs> it's a like YouTube a strange guy. feeling isn't it? I'm, I'm a youtuber like whatever Soon i are gonna start selling products and makeup and whatever it is, man.
1: <laughs> you know you know the link in the description i know
0: link in mean? description and like, you know I me. Mean? i've got a handle just right here man. All of that, man. but yeah man it's a pleasure to have you on here man I, appreciate like I, that. I, re- I mean i've been checking out your music recently since we started speaking and stuff like yeah. that and you hollered at me and i really like your content because you're like a real rapper's rapper and there's more to you than just the music which is amazing so yeah. before we get cracking do you mind just telling the people what you're about and like who is Trey,
1: yeah, sure, man. So my name's Trey Avlon, um, mm-hmm. rapper from Dagenham. Yeah, uh, yeah. East
0: side, East side, East side. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, born in Jamaica, came here when I was four. Oh, ah, sick. And uh yeah, man, I've lived a long life, so I've got a a, a, a nice story to tell. Yeah, I know. amazing. Yeah man, that's me.
0: Yeah. Do you know what yeah before we get started as well? Um I was watching a couple of your videos, yeah, just to yeah. kinda of, like refresh my mind before you go on here. Yeah. And um, I was watching Back It Up and like to me, yeah <laughs> To me, yeah, that's my ideal of if I was to be a rapper, that's the type yeah. of video I wanna be in. Do you oh, know what? I mean? Can you describe to the people what Back It Up is about and what the video like Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so um <laughs> so back it up is a single of, of my EP yeah. um or winner and um, back it up, just a typical party song. Yeah, back it up, kind of yeah, self. But what's the vibe
0: though? What's the vibe in the video? You're, you're saying back up, but what's the vibe in the video? Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright, so look let me set a scene. Let me set a scene. Yeah, let's so, set the scene. Let's hear this. Let me get comfy. So, <laughs> imagine you go out to the maddest rave, mm. the maddest rave, and I don't know, you see just one, just one sweet one. Yeah,
0: I saw a couple sweet ones in your video, but you're yeah, gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so boy, just get one sweet one, and you're just like, yo, I swing to back it up. Like, I'm the man. Yeah. I'm the man for the night. Yeah. You're the woman for the night.
0: Nice. Maybe nice.
1: more. And yeah, man, just let's have some fun.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's just all it is, really, man. Me being Jamaican, obviously, I had to
0: mm.
1: throw a little pepper on it. But yeah, man, let's back it up, man. Just mm. self explanatory. good oh, it, sick, sick. Goodbye, sick. A party to so,
0: so, does the Jamaican side play a lot, like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has a lot of influence off. in your, your music? Make yeah
1: yourself, 100% right? man car like even now like I'm saying yeah, car, car. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You just comes straight <laughs> out <yeah. laughs> so um yeah like the, the households like yeah I can't mm. really run away from it that's yeah, just yeah. it's proper I guess patriotic to mm. where I'm from but um but yeah man like the, the Jamaican influence is like heavy mm. in the music in terms of like my um my choice of words yeah uh, maybe the way I deliver um, even sometimes where I perform mm. um, it's, it's similar to some performers I watched growing up yeah. um, like there's a stage show in, in Jamaica called Sting now oh, yeah you have heard, heard of it bit, yeah yeah so there's there are things that I grew up listening um, watching. Mm. and watching um, and yeah obviously I've got musicians in my family so it just can't really run away from me so yeah oh, the it. Jamaican
0: thing is strong It's strong. It's strong Strong. in the. Do you know it's funny? I mean, I'm I'm African, but um, reggae is probably one of my one of my most favourite genres of music. From the Bob Marley, yeah, from from the Bob Marley. I mean, I'm a pure chronics guy i know uh, the people can't tell but right now on the screen we've got bob marley live session played i just Mad. absolutely love the man yeah. yeah i mean i traveled to um i think it was seville about three years ago one of my friends live out there so we went on a little road trip on the southern part of seville Dope. and we went off to a um a reggae festival called coba del plata i know the spanish people are going to be thinking yeah, he's pronounced it wrong now, like. but it's in the <laughs> southern part of spain so yeah. we drove all across there and then there was all these like various Reggae art is there from all across the world. Yeah. Like it it just transcends all all that's races, sick. creeds, genres, and so forth. And um, Chronics was actually headlining, it, and it was out of this world. You had, like, a crowd full of about, it's about 90,000 people, but 85% was just pure white people with dreadlocks, and oh, the rest were, like, a mixture of blacks and Asians yeah. and so forth. And it was, like, the most amazing vibe ever. And that's what reggae gives you, and I just love that part of reggae. It's Spires, just, like, man. it just transcends yeah. everything. It's very universal. Yeah. Almost like how Afrobeast is kind of taking over the scene at the moment.
1: <laughs> <And sighs> I'm not an
0: guy. You're man. not an guy. <laughs> Man, it's
1: so hard, but
0: yeah, what is it about it that's not like clicking with you? I
1: don't know, I really don't know. Man. <laughs> is it Yo, I don't know, let's an African versus
0: Jamaican. These streets I'm shooting on there right now. Um, Trey brought these to me because yeah, he turned up a bit late and it, so he has to bribe me with some sweets.
1: You know, we come with good offerings 100%, appreciate it. But, um, I don't know the thing about Afrobeat, you know, I don't, it just hasn't. It just hasn't Got to
0: me. I, yeah. I don't
1: know where. I really are you not don't the know dancing
0: where. type of person, though. Like, no, I'm Jamaican. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like man, I love to. Like, obviously, I'm not no Chris Brown dancer. Yeah,
0: but, yeah. Like, I love <laughs> to have a, a good time. Yeah, yeah, of course.
1: And um, but there are some Afrobeat tunes. I'm like, yo, mm. like this is making it on a wedding playlist. Like, hundred percent. Oh, for real? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know.
0: Who you feeling? Can't... Is it like the usual, the burners and whiskers and stuff? Yeah, burner boy is hard. Whiskers hard.
1: You know what? There was one guy. Um, I forgot his name you made a tune um, Jack Sparrow I, I don't know his Jack name. Sparrow I, Jack I Sparrow. can't even don't even try to get me to respond <laughs> <laughs> I was what? waiting for you to sing it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, nah, but, um, but yeah like I've, I'm not too too mm. familiar with mm. um, the goings on but obviously the main names
0: yeah 100%
1: they're people that, um, that I like but there's one guy in
0: particular yeah
1: I like Stoneboy too like, he's hard. got that more like, of a dance moves, like, yeah
0: there's a lot of those in Ghana I'm, I mean I'm Ghanaian um, yeah I was born there actually. Um okay. yeah, Stoneboy and um Chateauole, they they more like the dance holy Afrobeat yeah. type of vibe, yeah.
1: Obviously, yeah. So then I mm. do like their stuff cut. I like Stoneboy. But um but yeah man, I'm not too well versed, but there are one or two songs that can hundred percent okay. make it to the playlist. So ah,
0: sick, see. Hundred. So you said you got family members that are into music, who who's that man yeah. tell me a bit about your family as stuff.
1: So um well specifically I was thinking like more so my uncles. Um so my, one of my uncles, he's like a, a reggae artist. Yeah. He's not uh, active at the moment, mm. but uh, yeah, he, on my dad's side, he's my brother's, brother's mm. um, my, my dad's brother. And um, yeah, he was very like active and prominent in his little community. Mm. So he's from like Sav Lomar okay. in, in Jamaica. And um, yeah, he was like really big mm. in his little community before yeah. he
0: moved to the States. So he's like a local superstar. Yeah, yo
1: <laughs> that's the mm-hmm. first time I ever witnessed anything that was for real like it was mad yeah
0: this like, well, is when you actually when you were out there when you're,
1: yeah, you yeah know. so obviously I came here when I was four and mm. then I didn't go back until I was like 11 yeah so but yeah so when I went back that's when like he was really like the man in the area oh, for real
0: and then we well, like the groupies him. the whole shebang <laughs>
1: Don't Yo, expose what?
0: uncle here and No, no, nah, no. Nah, yeah. nah,
1: he's a good man. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, man. Yeah. Don't want to get. But the love trouble. was real though, yeah. Love was real, man. Yeah. That's the first time I ever saw anything. But obviously, yeah. um there are certain people in the UK that are quite um mm. that at the time were really established too that I yeah. used to uh, be around so just soaking everything in and taking it all in. Mm. Like being over here but was was one thing where I was like, "Oh, being around certain artists, I was like, "Oh, shit." Mm. It's actually real, like you know, when you see stuff on TV. But my uncle was a whole different, yeah. whole different thing. I've never seen that, not anything. Oh, like for it.
0: real, and, and at that young age, that's when we soak up most things in it. That's when yeah. we get our, like our inspiration and our direction as 100%. well. So seeing that from your uncle must definitely like, play a role in your own musical journey as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was weird for me because mm. obviously when you're like, I guess when you're so close to something or someone, yeah, you almost just you don't see the the, the, the star you just
0: see yeah. the person it's just uncle yeah. whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just uncle, man. yeah. Like, so you don't
1: mm-hmm. really you don't really see all that but obviously it was it was seri- it was a, um, a a real learning mm. uh, so, uh, what'd you, what's that learning curve that's the yeah, word because yeah. it really taught me about perception that was mm. the first time I actually realised how how people see you Mm. it's so different to how you kind of see the world and yeah was, that's very true yeah.
0: that is very true because yeah. you just
1: assume that everyone sees things the way you do mm. and um for the first time i actually thought i see uncle but they see yeah the superstar, yeah, and i was like oh shit that, that's
0: such cool? a weird thing and i can actually relate to that to a certain extent because um sometimes there's this family members that other people, like for instance, my yeah. both my parents are like they, they're people of the color, so they, they're priests. So um they, they're both um, priests, but both my parents are like ordained. Oh. And um I know it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it? It's mad because the way that the world sees them and their perception of them is like these guys, and they, they don't have any personas or or, or personalities yeah. outside of the realm of what they're doing. Yeah. But at home, home I'm like, like, pupsy he he has banter, he's on jokes, Mumsy's yeah. cool and that, uh, like, do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I nitpick at them, I, I banter <laughs> them, whatever, but to the world, it's like, whoa, 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 do you know what I mean? And perception yeah. is mad, and that can almost be played upon and used as part of your tool to, like, do yeah. whatever it is you're doing as a musician or yeah. as any form yeah. of artist, yeah.
1: You know what, it's weird, because I remember um, one of my RE teachers, um, she's, like, she was, she had a profound effect on me when I was in school, mm. and um, she was like a... Uh, a so uh, a muslim lady like mm. asian muslim lady but the way she was so welcoming yeah. and warm it was like you don't necessarily expect her to be the way she is mm. and just to talk so freely to her mm. about anything it's like it's amazing that it, it wasn't like like race or religion yeah. there was no yeah. barrier to entry it was just person to person yeah. It was and just I'm, that
0: human, isn't it? Yeah.
1: And it's amazing yeah. to see, no matter whether you're like religious or what, are you religious, by the way.
0: Yeah, chance? yeah, I'm a Christian. okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, no. interesting. yeah, it definitely hit you. But um, yeah, so going back to your musical journey, can you just tell yeah. me a bit more about him, like how you got into writing and when you discovered writing in the first place because i mean yeah. growing up in east london everyone rapped at one point like i i used to rap you know what i mean what You know the, i've been there i've been there don't get twisted <laughs> i mean i'm an east boy i grew up in like well, first case strafford yeah. so it's like being in secondary school everyone was always in a circle where we were like battling clashing going yeah. home writing bars there was yeah. even a time i actually had a studio funny enough and i was right. even a part of like a label and everything like i've done the i've done the full shebang <laughs> don't you do <laughs> <laughs> you know what, yeah, the the list is long the oh list is long I've, I've lived i'm like uh classify myself as a modern day renaissance man I'm mad but man. um it, it's remembering that first time when you decided to write or when you thought you had a talent for um writing when did that click uh
1: i don't think it has it's still yeah. it's still um i don't know i don't I, you know when it's just it's so natural you don't yeah. see it as anything i don't really um recognize it as like a gift but Mm. i started writing when i was 11. i see but i didn't really know what i was doing to Mm. be honest i didn't know that i was writing songs or whatever i was just i just felt that obviously my dad being a super hip-hop head Mm. he kind of pushed me into music and Mm. then that kind of was the segue into okay i'm listening to it but how do they do it yeah and then i took I went from listening to understanding how they did it and then trying to replicate how they did it. And then from there I went and I went on and on and on. And, um, yeah, when I was, when I was in school, uh, I was in like a little collective Mm. And then we did the whole, like, Channel U stuff. Oh, no way. And, um, yeah, I ain't going to
0: talk <laughs> Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. Wait, so, what, you legit had a video on Channel You? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you're not going to drop the name in that? Uh, you don't want me to put the handle <laughs>
1: in the description? Yeah, the bio, the bio, the bio, the bio. No way. We're YouTubers now, we're YouTubers. What was it, like, rapping or was it grime? Yeah, or was so, it um, I, I'm a, I was in a grime rap collective. Okay, shit. And, um, yeah, we were under the wing of like another prominent like, mm. UK act at the time. Oh, okay. And um it's still prominent now, to be fair. And uh yeah, we just we were all school friends, but mm. we all kind of went in separate directions. Like like uni,
0: yeah. Like, life kicks up, in yeah, and then yeah, in. that decision making.
1: And then um yeah man after I finished uni, I had just kind of repackaged, rebranded and then mm. kind of built my own thing and oh, sick. now I'm like here I guess. yeah
0: well, where did that rebranding come from though is that like a case of you growing out of what you used to be so it's like you're you're shedding the skin of the past or was it like you did you actively think about it to say okay now this is the direction I want to go in this is the persona I want to put out uh, there and this is who I am so
1: yeah cuz i think i realized from early that like my like my ambitions to be the best artist in the country mm. but my purpose is to like challenge and inspire other people to that's it um, to act, to kind of push the boundaries in terms of self-awareness and emotional intelligence. Mm. So I realized from early that my purpose, ambition and and my ambition are two different things. Mm. And I thought to myself, all right, cool. So if I have to compete amongst mm. everyone in this space, knowing what my purpose and ambition is, mm. what do I have to do and how do I have to do it? And I yeah. kind of thought to myself, all right, cool. So I need to almost build a team around myself i mm. need to do once i build a team i need to do this once i do that i mm. need to do that and um yeah it kind of there was an element of okay knocking the house down and mm. rebuilding it rebuilding yeah in order to build like in order to get to where i need to get to yeah i can't do it with the tools that i had so i had to sit down and rethink mm. how i want to go about it what sort of music I wanna make, mm. how do I wanna there was a lot of like re, like room for like yeah, yeah. growth and, yeah. and discovery and um but um sorry yeah.
0: before we continue well, Yeah, we sure. can talk about it. I just need to move this to the side of it because I think it's covering your face. Yeah that's cool man.
1: Yeah so um yeah you know what I'm gonna change the word it's not rebranding, it was more yeah. so like discovering who I was who you were yeah as time went on and um yeah it, that's just all it was i just i had like an eclectic taste growing up mm. and um yeah man i'm just into different shit so when i experienced more i made different styles of music i mm. i traveled and then i came back had different stories to tell i experienced 100 yeah, all this other stuff and i kind of emulate people that aren't just musicians they do business mm. so like the jay-z's the birdman's the Chameleon yeah. Like even, remember that guy Mims? like
0: Yeah, I remember Mims, name, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. even
1: him, like what he's doing.
0: Where's he now? Because I lost track of him. Yeah.
1: So he does tech now. So oh, he sick, that works sick, in the tech sick. space. Yeah. And um, I think watching people like that, mm. I think I am like very much inspired by the business moves of some of those people. Mm. And yeah, man, I I'm like, I want to be, Bigger than just being a
0: rapper. A rapper, so. yeah, 100%. There's so much more out there to give. But you talk a lot about self-awareness and um, emotional intelligence. What yeah. is that to you, though? What is self-awareness?
1: Um, self-awareness, I think the way I um, I rationalise it or I explain it is, imagine you're a person that sees the world as just black and white. Mm. I think being self-aware is being able to see the nuances in life. Yeah, And understanding how to use those nuances to mm. your advantage that's self-awareness to me so mm. for example um if i i know exactly how i'm feeling right now and i know mm. how to articulate it and tell you like mm. i knew exact i knew i was anxious before getting here I knew yeah. why i was anxious i knew how to reduce my anxiety mm. by the time i had to get on the mic it yeah. was gone So understanding it from A all the way to D Mm. and understanding it's just, okay, cool, I've got anxiety, but Mm. that's it. It's like, no, I really go inside, Mm. rummage around and extract a whole new version of me without
0: that's the deep level of honesty that um a lot of people struggle with i think because i think what you're what you're describing to me is um what the way i take is accountability like i'm very accountable for everything i do i try and make myself aware of everything i do and everything around me so every time i make a move every time i I take a step i I analyze it internally as well Mm -hmm. and then i answer any questions that i have honestly and then i'm able to then deal with it and handle it on the your process then um well my process in dealing with So say for example You've
1: Got a a real decision to make Like a life changing decision What's your your Step by step process Um, To know what's The right answer
0: You know I I really believe in Gut feeling I think gut feeling Is something that it's built in us to help us navigate through life yeah. but then to to truly develop your gut feeling you have to experience life as you said you have to make mistakes you have to learn from those mistakes yeah. and then be able to know how it feels like to make those mistakes and come out of making those mistakes and then yeah. you, you then develop that gut feeling to know what's right and what's wrong mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then also I'm I'm very accountable for everything I do and everything around me so then I don't blame others as well because what tends to happen is when I blame others for my problems I become a victim and then I feel weak you know what I mean? I mean, I'm mean enabling other people to control my control me as a person, as yeah. as, a, as as an individual. So I, I, just, I just take make decisions and then I take accountability. And whether it it works or it doesn't work, I, I take upon myself. And then I learn from whatever results I gain from it. So to me, like it's just wholehearted accountability. You know? That's interesting. And then also, like I, I go, about, like I think one of the major things in life as well is like having like a clean slate. So by making sure that I have no hate in my heart as mm. such, which is, is difficult. Think it's I think it's possible. Yeah. yeah. I think if you learn the art of forgiveness and not caring,
1: yeah.
0: do you know what I mean? Not caring for bad stuff too much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're able to navigate through life with yeah. a sense of peace. But obviously things can, things can knock you for, for six. If something extreme happens to you or someone in your family yeah. or, do you know what I mean, you fail a, a major project that you're expecting to, to succeed in, it's going to hit you and you're going to feel it as an individual. Mm. But if you're able to do things with a clean heart and, and, and knowing that you, you're not going around thinking that you got hate or anger towards any other individual, you, you're at peace most of the time definitely a piece because emotions are, are, are controlling like if someone knows how to anger you, if, you if, if, someone knows, if someone knows how to push your buttons and trigger you you're, you're always going to be controlled because funny yeah. enough I was watching Um, so I, I waited ages to watch Um, When They See Us the documentary I haven't seen it you haven't seen it no oh, hold on for a while before you watch it right, cool. so my, my reason being because I, I saw all the, all the reviews coming from it like yeah. or from content online from literature I was reading and so forth so I I knew what was coming yeah so i had to take my time to really assess myself before i watch it To to make sure that I don't get emotionally controlled by whatever content I take, that I'm able to analyze it logically and think about processes and ideas to better my environment and other people like me's environment. Do you Mm -hmm. see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I do it that way, I'm able to then like stay calm and rationally view things without reacting. Because reaction causes problems. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) So that's how I go about it. That's sick. Yeah. It's it's a different method, but it, it works for me on a personal level. But everyone's got their own way of dealing with things and situations. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty similar, to be fair. I think mm. I love um, I love learning and understanding how other people do things. Mm. I think I like even sitting here now, like I learned
0: mm.
1: something new. Like even from the minute I walked in,
0: yeah. I, yeah. I just,
1: I'm like a sponge. I love learning. So I think the way understanding that you do something similar to me, it may mm. not be the same, but understanding it's similar, it's a breath of fresh air for me anyway. Mm. Cause I, I don't really like, like imagine if everyone did everything the same. Yeah. It's just that. Like, oh, that'll
0: man. make for a dead world, man. Dead world. Yeah, that'll so, make for a dead world, man. Like, do you know what I mean? every There should be differences. There should be like, ideas that we can share off each other like there should be difference in like intellectual ideas there should be difference in how we look Do you know what I mean how we view yeah. the world and like, it makes yeah. it more enjoyable and we're able to then share cultures and ideas and and move forward you you know? but if laugh. everyone <laughs> yeah, yeah you if... and that's what that's why I love rappers like yourself because I mean you're, you're a proper rappers rapper and like the, the thing about with with um, the music industry in general like it, it shifts and when it shifts everyone shifts with it yeah. so it's like if everyone's playing um, if everyone's making a particular type of music everyone kind of draws towards it but mm. like looking at your content it's kind of stayed consistent and true in terms of it being very real and organic to who you are as a person so yeah
1: yeah yeah, um, yeah it has if, if I'm being if I'm being honest I think uh the problem I had with like my last EP if I'm being totally transparent is when people spoke to me mm. the music didn't all the way like because for example
0: like back it up mm, yeah <clears throat> the video should have been in <laughs>
1: Right, next time, next one. Yeah,
0: yeah, same <laughs> yeah,
1: I think. Um, they would like, they would look at me on the surface and mm. not think that I'd be art- as articulate as I was, or mm. they would expect a rapper to be this way, a certain or type of way, yeah. look at the video and be like, Oh, you're you're like that, yeah. or, why are you like this when I talk to you? And it was hard to connect mm. like me as a person to what they perceive me to be, yeah, because of the style of music
0: that that, that
1: was. But I think now. Kind of like I've, all, I've always made introspective music, it's just mm. hard when you're going to do all these shows and then yeah. you've got know, nothing to move the crowd. But, um, but yeah, I think I've always, as I've gone on, I've discovered who I am
0: more 100%.
1: So, I've just externalized it more through the music, yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, I've always so. it's your
0: art imitating life basically yeah. like a yeah. million percent, yeah?
1: Um, to fault, actually, it's actually kind of scary because when you yeah. do listen to the EP, yeah. and um, you listen to the content on the EP. You yeah, you get a real uh, bird's eye view on like where my life is and who I am as a person. Yeah. And sometimes that is a little bit scary, kind of sharing. Uh, sharing it, it must that be scary. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It puts you in a vulnerable position, doesn't it? Because it's like the whole world knows who you are now. Like there's there's, but then that's that's what makes people connect to music more, though, because. If if you're listening to music, but you know that that's not the individual, that's not the person, that's when that's when they get into the conversation about being real and not being real, because yeah. then it's like it's authentically that. Do you know what I mean? Like if I if I meet this person, are they gonna be a representation of their music, or they're gonna come up to me and like have no substance to them? So yeah, yeah it's definitely. And um I mean, one thing I realized about you in particular, because obviously with with. What tends to happen with a lot of rappers is they, they make music in the bedroom yeah. and then they're kind of thrown on stage without having that previous like education of learning how to perform and yeah. learning how to like hold a crowd and stuff. You seem yeah. very confident in yourself. Where does that come from? Cause,
1: <laughs> I get nervous, bro. Yeah. I get really nervous, but um I, yeah, I practice. Like mm. I go to rehearsal mm. and um I, I practice some more like I feel like I spent years practicing, so by the time I go and do mm. one little show to you, it's that's the first show. Mm. But to me, that's like the 900th, like the 500th show. Yeah, I've that had, you done. You yeah, know what I mean, so, um, but yeah, I can't really explain it. I think the same way you kind of create like a system and, a pro- and processes. Mm. I've kind of created like a, a comfortable process in my head where. Mm. Like, I know what the intro's like, I know where my cue is. I know that yeah. like, I' got a team in the, I've got my team in the crowd to know what's happening when it's happening. Mm. I know when I'm going to do my crowd interaction. Mm. I'm not like I've kind of got a formula in my head, yeah, just to kind of make it easier for myself, but I practice and then I try and mm. make it look good, I guess mm. but I don't know I'm still learning I'm still trying to. I don't think I'll ever perfect it, but I'm still trying to become an excellent performer. Yeah. And um but yeah, man, I think if I'm being honest, I always compare it to like Batman and Bruce Wayne. Like mm-hmm. for me right now I feel like Bruce Wayne. Yeah.
0: But if <laughs> When <you're>, you jump <laughs> on the stage, you're better. That's what it feels man. Yeah, like. I can
1: yeah, it's like I couldn't really tell you how mm. I do it. I just I
0: just do it. Like yeah. I
1: can't really say.
0: No, I I I I feel something similar to I mean, when when I first started doing the podcast, I remember my first two no, my first couple of episodes actually, I used to just do a lot of listening, not a lot of talking, and that's yeah. because I was constantly in my head. So I was thinking about everything else, like the external, the the end result. Like um, if if I if I fluff my lines and mess up my words, and and I'm very likely to do that because that's just how I that's just how my brain processes things. Yeah. But then I reached the stage where I was like, no, nah, you know, this is what you enjoy. You enjoy conversation, so make it real as possible and just like be you. And in the podcast, it's completely different because you can't be Batman and Bruce Wayne <laughs> because you're having a conversation. Yeah, so you, yeah. unless unless it was like a character type of thing and it was like a series where I'm creating like personas, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be myself because I can't be anyone else because then the people are going to be watching me like, wait, hold on. That's not too dark. That's not Francis. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's going to be weird. Like, But no, yeah, I, I definitely that. get that. I understand that. Yeah. Having like an alter ego helps you helps you push the barriers to the next level. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what? That's like, you're like the full person that's like mentioned
0: that. Yeah. Like just
1: on, off the cuff, like in recent times. That's kind of weird. But um that's interesting. Maybe I need to explore mm. that a little bit more. But I think, um, I don't know what it is. I think, uh, like even now, sitting mm. at the podcast, like I know naturally, mm. I tend to, I never, sometimes I don't strike the first time in mm. terms of what I want to say. Yeah. yeah. It takes me like a good three, four, five yeah, three, times. Two, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think,
0: that's but part of that's lovely. probably the pressures of having like a mic and camera and lights and everything else around possibly um,
1: maybe you know what I think because mm. if I was if I was here and I knew that we didn't have like time constraints or mm. and me and you were just talking mm. like I'd still talk the same way I'd still you know, oh, fuck right, up yeah. Yeah. my lines yeah, but, yeah. Still, <laughs> yeah, but yeah maybe maybe to a certain extent mm. knowing that there's a mic in my face yeah, it, <laughs> it does kind of make me think about mm. what I want to say more but um but yeah, I tend not to. I I don't like to think too much. Yeah. Like, when I'm in an environment like this, it's just like I right, just, just
0: It just talk, is man. what it is, yeah, isn't it? it just yeah. just what it is. Now, what's your what's your inspirations like though? Like what who are the people that like inspire you in terms of like your your creative side?
1: Um I think my biggest inspiration recently is just it sounds cliche, but it's mm. just been life. Like I mm. think um fear mm. has been a a massive inspiration to me because one thing I've realised about myself is, when I feel like I'm scared or my back's against the wall, I do amazing things. Mm. So, um, like, <laughs> I think when I look, when I listen to the EP and I and because each song is like a, a moment in my in mm. my in a moment in my life over the past like one or two years. And I think at every single point, mm. I've been so scared. But yeah, for like, real. Listening to the EP and listening to like the body of work, looking at the artwork, performing it, seeing how people react to it. Mm. It's like that whole body of work came out of being vulnerable and being scared and mm. being fearful of not knowing what's going to happen next. And I think in hindsight, fear has been the biggest inspiration because every time I'm scared and I had to jump on a stage, it mm. ends up being something that I look back a year from now and I'm like oh shit yeah. if I didn't do that and I was so scared if I didn't do that yeah. then I wouldn't do this like if I didn't like I always told my boy I was like yo if we didn't go and do this open mic in Brixton some random open mic yeah. that wouldn't have led to the next open mic at a mm. platform called MOE and then from there a couple of years later just doing like the tour mm. like I couldn't have like I didn't think to myself that I'd be able to sit here and be like, oh yeah, I just did like a just little paintball.
0: Just did that, yeah. tour, like. 100%. 100%. And,
1: um, I mean, yeah, man, it all just came out of. Fear mm. uh, in a weird
0: way. Fear, no, it's, it's not actually strange because um I mean I don't know if you read the book Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. It's just about like it, it's about climatizing to stuff that you're afraid of. So it's like if I'm afraid of speaking on stage, I should just do it anyway, and then eventually you'll climatize to the idea of being on the stage. So it's mm. about push taking that first initial step, and it's and. Fear fear and adversity has been known to create some of the most incredible people in this world so people that come out of like major poverty and like rags to riches story a lot that we hear about in america and i'm sure there's some here in the uk as well but so being in a position where there's nowhere to go but the top so you're right at the bottom (laughs) like there's nothing else you can do but then if you're able to then push through that barrier and get maybe like a little helping hand to Take you from the 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 bottom where you're stagnant. Mm. Like those people come with the most passion and drive because they know how it feels like to be right at the bottom. Do you know what I mean? Even in my personal yeah. life, I've been through situations where I'm like, "Whoa!" Like I know how I felt like being there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I know I felt like being right at the bottom and nearly losing or losing near enough everything, and then now you're so scared of getting back to that position where you felt like that, where you're like, no, I'm not going to have it. So now I'm actually going to wake up every day motivated and go for things and do things and make things happen. So fear and like, do you know what I mean? Adversity is a fantastic motivator for those who are in dire situations Mm -hmm. and for those who are going through serious situations as well. So no, it's definitely not strange things. It's it's an amazing motivator.
1: You know, one thing that scares me about, one thing that I love and hate about that whole, um, the idea of fear is not so. Imagine not having anything and getting it all, and mm. then that's all you ever want and all you ever seek. Yeah. Like, for me, like one of my biggest things is to become a dad, mm. and I thought to myself, Oh, for real. Not having, not having much and chasing everything. Mm. Would that make me lose sight of the things that really matter, like my family, my mm. my my friends, or even something as simple as being able to sit here and order a cookie, though. Mm. Like. That should... That some people in the world, they can't do that. No, definitely. Yeah. Mean, so
0: it's a major privilege, yeah.
1: Major privilege. Mm. And I think I don't ever want to lose sight of mm. those little things and sometimes I get scared that... Well, no, not for me, but sometimes I look at other people and I'm like, please don't lose sight of the little things Yeah, whilst you're on your
0: journey to that's amazing get anything yeah. that you need to get so, so that's a sense them. of like gratitude as well yeah, yeah. So, so tell me about the dad, the dad part what, like because um, it's, it's one of my biggest as well like I definitely yeah. feel like it, it, it's something that I, I look forward to it's like passing on legacy and and being that teacher and handing over like the baton as such as corny as that may sound but like what what is it to you?
1: no that's not corny at all man mm-hmm. I think um, I share that same idea mm-hmm. like I think I don't just want to leave and that's mm-hmm. it but that does kind of sound a little bit selfish. I don't want to just have kids just to say I've had kids. Yeah. I think for me, I want to know what it feels like to love something beyond me. Mm. Like really love it. Like, you know, when people say, uh, like, having kids was like the best thing I've 100%, ever happened. 100%. It's like, I want to know what it feels like. I want to mm. know what it feels like to feel like you don't want to get up, but there's something that just spurs you to, to move. Yeah. Like, I want to know what it feels like to... Love something so deeply that you're willing to go above and beyond. Mm. And I think having a family and having children and having a legacy to pass on mm. will only kind of enhance my purpose, I guess. Like my purpose is to, like I said, in it, to help people acknowledge that like, self awareness mm. and a little bit more and challenge themselves a little bit more. Mm. And I think that like, my parents were my first teachers, so I'm going to be the Mm. first teacher for, for my kids. And um, I think being in a position to be able to teach and teach the right way mm. and t- impute the right knowledge into another human being for them to go on and like do whatever they need yeah. to do is something that I'm really big on too. Yeah, that's it. I thought, like, imagine if, like, God forbid, there are some, like, wicked human humans that have been been around. Imagine mm. if you were, like, their son. Imagine what you would learn. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. And it's like yeah. you're just
1: you added, you're adding more badness into mm. the world. Obviously, there's like good and bad. Like that's just the way that you e- could equilibrium that mm. like set. But like being that like all the knowledge that you've got, mm. like you need to pass that on. Hundred percent. If you don't, like you, like who knows what you have. You yeah. might spark the next thing that kind of changes the whole that that changes the next generation of mm. of, of youths that kinda of come up and I think everyone's important, man. Everyone that's mm. got goodness in them and everybody is important. I think mm. naturally having kids would be yeah, the next best thing to, to no, like, no most
0: it. definitely. I mean, looking back at some of my own boys that have recently had kids, like yeah. growing up, some of my guys, I was Jess. like, well, it, it, <laughs> no, do you know what it is? Yeah, it's not even just that. It's like growing up, like some of my boys, I was like, oh, do you know what? I can't even see this guy as a dad. You know, he's too hardcore. Like he's he's too on it. Like he's too mad and that. But mm. then the moment they became fathers, like their whole perspective of life changed and and it, it put them on a trajectory upwards like it, they, they were just doing so much better they became more radiant like they became more positive and better people and I was like, I was judging and thinking, wow, this guy's going to really struggle as a dad because not not because he can't do it, but because of his persona and his personality and the way yeah. he is. But having a child that you're responsible for, like it puts you in a different state, especially as a man that like, you're like, whoa, like I've really got to step up and do something, especially if a well to do man. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because some people just don't want to have nothing to do with their kids. But yeah, those, those that do, like they end up definitely changing for the better. And I've seen it firsthand and I'm like, wow, okay. Like, this experience is actually amazing. It does impact your life in a positive way, like, completely. I wonder why that is. That always intrigues me when... (sighs) It's deep because it's it's a part of you, I think. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's a part of you that's more vulnerable. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely think. So, obviously, it's more than just the physical and personal on your genetics. I feel like it's it's a spiritual connection. And you feel like, wait, I'm, I'm... I'm responsible for a part of me that that's weak and more vulnerable. So you naturally go in, especially if you're a good person. You naturally go in into that state where you're like, okay, I have to protect this thing. I have to provide for this thing. I have to yeah. feed this thing with knowledge and and food and nutritional stuff, and just to make sure that this thing grows up. And 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 becomes the best it can possibly be. So when you have that connection, it it changes your realm of being. Do you know what I mean? You're naturally going to be like rah, Like I have to do something about this.
1: You know what? You learn so much about a person when they aren't living selfishly. Mm. I, think, I think when you give, like for example, there's certain people that certain close family members for me, they're selfish. They're mm. like, super selfish, and. One thing that I love seeing is when they have to look after kids or look after... Like, give them a chore. Just see how they just handle things. Mm. Give them a little bit of responsibility and power and see what they do with it. Yeah. And I think... I learn a lot when I watch and observe, like, new fathers or... um, And I I see how they've just naturally kind of warmed and stepped up to the plate. Yeah. And um, obviously, no one's perfect, but I think I love seeing transformations. I mm. love seeing people not resisting like the natural sort of yeah. That process. Yeah. Of what it's supposed to be. Yeah.
0: Seeing that. yeah. But then there's more to that. You have to make sure that obviously you're you're worthwhile father and you're actually doing the job that you're doing. <laughs> and, oh. not, and not just putting our kids and ignoring them because then that leads to other social problems. But um, yeah, so so touching back on the music. Tell me tell me about the yeah. new EP. Like how how does it feel like releasing a new EP? What does it represent to you as an artist and as a as a person?
1: Um, I think it's it's a it's a pivotal moment for me because mm. so first and foremost the EP is called From Me to You mm. and as you can imagine From Me to You like yeah. the way I made it was I, I when I initially started recording I didn't really make it with any real intention to mm. create a body of work but um, when you listen to it I wanted it to feel like I made these songs mm. and I'm telling you my confessions but just you mm. and um, I think. I'm proud of I'm pr- I'm so proud of it because not because oh I've made like a collection of songs, mm. I'm proud because of what I've seen it do. Mm. Like um I've had some real moments with other people. Like for example, one thing that I love the most about the project is it sparked conversation. So now people don't even they're like, oh I don't like they're not they're not just saying, Oh I like your song or mm. whatever, now they're actually talking to me. Yeah, they're conversating with me there, telling me about how they felt. They're really connecting with me, and I think for me, that's when I know I've done a good job. Yeah, and um, I think it's strengthened my relationship with my parents too.
0: Oh for real. And would well, you cover um, a lot of your relationship with your parents in the in the new EP? Yeah, so mm.
1: on on the outro, that's specifically mm. well. Yeah, so the first two verses are about my mum and dad respectively. And then the mm-hmm. last verse is just about um, a different situation. But um, I think, yeah, so my so I went to New York recently and my dad actually heard the project.
0: Oh, sick, I like New York. And um, yeah.
1: I think what moved me was he actually cried. Oh, for real? And not just because I'm his son. He's a harsh critic.
0: Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> not just yeah. because I'm his son, but yeah. I think he he actually felt moved by what I did. And I think mm. for me, that was, and so too my mum. Mm. And I think, there ain't no better feeling than mm. creating something. And you don't even have time to be proud of it because everyone else is. Yeah. You're just kind of soaking it all in. And I think for me, it gets overwhelming because like, you don't expect to create something mm. for it to, just like move people the way mm. that you don't really I didn't mm. really expect it and I think um, yeah man so
0: no that's I amazing because I, I think sometimes so, we, we have our own individual stories and we feel like no one can really relate to that story on a, on a true level, but yeah. there's nothing new under the sun and everyone's experienced something, but sometimes people don't have the voice to express what it is that they're going through. So then it's up to like, oh, it's like yourself who are conscious about what they're doing to then put out these real and truthful stories for others to feel it and then relate to it in a way. And it's kind of therapeutic for them, in a sense.
1: Yeah, I think that's a lot of the the, the feedback I've actually mm. got. I think um, being able to... Oh, man, being able to be a voice mm. for a community of people mm. or for like minded people was something that I never thought I'd be mm. or wanted to be, but now that it's kinda happening, it's 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 amazing mm. to me because I ultimately I want to actually help and mm. do like put out some real quality stuff yeah, and have people connect with it and feel as though I've kind of filled of weed in their life the same mm. way music's done for me growing up so yeah man I, um, mm. if I can if I can be that for people then yeah oh, that's,
0: that's amazing sick. but um, it, so when people come up to you in, in relations to the um, the EP yeah. w- what is the theme that they most talk about what is the thing that people usually pick out the, the most or is it like a variation of things um, <laughs> uh, so He's like, yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to bring it up. <laughs> now bring it up. Man. Cause the, people are going to go and listen to it now. So yeah. yeah. So um, they might as well be prepared for what it is that they, they, they're in for.
1: I think. So in, in, in regards to my delivery, like mm. it's very, it's very much from me to you. Mm. So, um, the first question that I guess I always get is, Oh, did that really happen? or mm. What was you going through when X mm. happened or yo, like, I went through that. Here's my story, mm. and um, I think naturally, yeah, it kind of starts with me and ends with whoever yeah. I'm talking to, because they just want to tell. They feel comfortable now to mm. share their story. Their story yeah. But um, but yeah, man, I think uh, I'm in a weird space where I got friends into on like different ends of the spectrum
0: welcome to the, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the <laughs> so I completely get it yeah 100% and I'm
1: in the middle mm. so I think like I speak for a, a wide array of people in a way mm. so um, a lot of the the feedback that I have like got from people it's been very different mm. because they're all from different walks of life but f- for the most part people just felt comfortable telling me about. Yeah, story and y- even the him. people
0: from the spectrum that you wouldn't expect exactly yeah, that's 100% I can, I can definitely relate to that and I know exactly what it is you're talking about because even when I started doing the podcast um, I was getting messages from dudes from back in the day that I wasn't expecting to get messages from yeah. do you know what I mean and I, and I didn't know what type of message I would get from them because they're not the type of people to want to be sitting down listening to like um, political discussions or ideas and ideologies and stuff like that They yeah. it is, I'm not saying that they, they don't understand it but they're just not interested in it but the moment I started Releasing the podcast, it was those guys that were messaging me, being like, "Yo, like these conversations are quite interesting. Like I, I didn't know much about so and so. So it's like keep doing your thing, bro. Keep doing your thing. And it's like so, sometimes the, the assumption that people won't take to what it is that you're putting out there is is um is crippling in itself. And you gotta understand that as long as you're being true to who you are as an individual, there's always someone out there that's gonna take something of value from it so it's, it's it's great stuff man to just be brave and bold and put your truth out there is it's an artist of any kind whether it's your painting or or singing or dancing or rapping do you know what I mean
1: I think being honest I think one thing that's helped is like I look like them like mm. I don't like I can go chill with these man mm. and still go chill with these man 100% and, and like go mm. all around the spectrum and fit <laughs> in and I think like that's what that's what struck me about you Mm. like I think we live in a world where we don't really see many people like I didn't I didn't see no one like you growing up Mm. and if I did it was like in passing or something like I didn't actually see anyone that I could sit down watch listen to Mm. get knowledge from or like like all my oldest weren't on them sort of
0: (laughs) neither (laughs) mine so
1: like I think that was like I think that's one of the major keys like Mm. them reaching out to you I think they're just reaching out to someone that because I think everyone wants this knowledge I think Mm. everyone wants to like push Mm. forward no one wants no one or not everyone but I Mm. think
0: majority of people don't want to be stagnant or stuck in a a bad place do you know what I mean nobody Nobody really likes pain and suffering like Nobody does. Nobody likes to be stuck in the hood as such or to be doing madness. Like, it's 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 not nice. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, not comfortable. But, yeah, like.
1: but one thing I realized that everyone seems to shy away from is getting information from people that don't look like them. Yeah. So, 100%.
0: like,
1: you can say the same thing as the person in power, mm. but because you look the way mm. we look or you look the way they look or whatever, I guess... I don't know if it's sub- a subconscious thing, but like when you talk, I listen straight away. Mm. Whereas if someone else did, I so mean, he doesn't you know, relate
0: like, to who you are as a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and
1: um, I think I have that same effect with like the music. Mm. Like I, the way I interpret what is deemed, mm. I guess like I don't know what you want to call it, but the way I deliver it, mm. everyone can listen to it and yeah. listen to it the same way and feel it the same way. One hundred percent. That's the power in what I do. And I feel like it's taken me a long time to recognize that. Mm. And I think it's the same thing with you and you doing a podcast. I don't think you recognize the power of what you're doing now, but then maybe five years from now, mm. you'll look back and be like, shit.
0: Mm. It, makes, is, sense, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I definitely know. appreciate that. And I definitely feel what you're saying, because um, like, w- w- when I when I started podcasting, a lot of my influences were people that didn't look like me. And um, when I started releasing the podcast, a lot of people that looked like me were like, oh, I've been waiting for stuff like this. But I'm like, wait, stuff like this is out there. You know what I mean? But you've probably come across it and be like, oh, this dude here doesn't look like me. He probably won't understand my story. Everything he's talking about is in relations to him and his people. Do you know what I mean? But it's there. But maybe I was just open-minded enough to see certain things. So that's why representation is good. Do you know what I mean? In that sense that it gives other people that, that... it, it gives them the the the, the confidence or the they the acknowledgement to see that okay cool this person looks like me so now I'm able to soak in the information more because it's authentic to my reality.
1: Yeah, that's that's mm. literally it. I think um, like, yeah, I I guess that that's literally you mm. hit the nail on the head. I think um, just having the representation yeah makes you just it. I don't know. It just kind of locks you into that same frequency, mm-hmm. and I think you see it in other cultures, you see it in other um, yeah. walks of life and uh, I think it's needed more than ever mm. with, I guess, people within our community.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but, because like, I, I think one one thing that you said, a lot of the people that I listen to or I take inspiration from or draw inspiration from mm. now, they don't look like me. Yeah. But I've had to... I guess seek people that mm. I just you know what, I just see everyone as people. Mm-hmm. So I gravitate towards great people or no matter whether you're homeless or whether you're yeah, whatever. But then um I understand that representation is a lot for me and I had the representations I had growing up were the typical stereotypical <laughs> yeah, representations. Yeah. I think now more than ever like mediums <laughs> such as this, yeah, people are hungry for it
0: and hungry that's why the internet is such a beautiful place I mean regardless of all the other stuff because I mean there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the internet that's BS and that causes like it's divisive and stuff but in in terms of if you're looking for good stuff if you're looking for if you're looking for direction if you're looking for some inspirational stuff or educational stuff it it opens it up for you like there's there's tons of content and information out there but you just have to navigate through everything else to find that which is the hard part because anyone and everyone can put information out there I'm putting a podcast out there I've got no training in podcasting you see what I mean I wasn't trained in journalism but I just had an idea and a passion for something and I've done it so the stuff is out there but navigating through it is the hard part because there's so, so much, much BS stuff. Out there. I yeah. know I feel like I got a degree off the internet brother <laughs> 100% I swear to you man. 100% I mean our phones are a bunch of degrees now like I can have a conversation with a professor and I can probably pull out more information he has in his brain on, on my device if he's if he's not willing to use his device so technically I can have a conversation with a professor and be smarter than him because of this little device here so we're, yeah, we're, we're kind of attached to it. and it's crazy to know that we've got all of this information and all of this content mm. on these little devices so if used right they, the opportunities are endless do you know if what I mean? Used right. If used right. <laughs> if yeah. used right yeah.
1: I think I love when I love the fact that you, you aren't trained in what you do because mm. then I feel like I'm I'm growing with you mm. so there's nothing that you can tell me that's kind of false or mm. you can't mislead me so much that you know when you like you know when you're walking through like the shopping center and you meet them like yeah super super salespeople
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and like they drop so many different like words on you that you don't understand and they just sell you without even realizing it yeah. and it's like yo like if you were just real with me
0: yeah
1: then like maybe i would have bought more but bought like,
0: yeah
1: i think i love when people just aren't mm. so like gone with it. Just being yeah, yeah. like, raw. I think I appreciate the the, the rawness mm. a lot more than uh
0: Yeah, and the, and you can tr- sense yeah. the jargon when it's when it's being thrown at you. But um I I have been I've been a victim of like as you're talking about a salesman, I remember when I was actually buying this sofa, funny enough, yeah. and I was with one of my boys, yeah. um Nas. And um, we, were, we were in DFS now buying the sofa and then they, the guy called his manager because he was talking about some insurance stuff and I was like look yeah. this guy's no good at explaining what he's explaining I was hella confused and he was like oh do you know don't worry I'll call my manager his manager came through and within two seconds he sold me like 200 pound worth of insurance and, and cleaning products that I didn't even need do you know what I mean because he sold me so much jargon, and I was stuck in a place and I got confused and I kind of just like okay go take my money <laughs> and my boy was cracking up after when we left he was like boy you just got done real quick there <laughs> and, I, and I was like that's the danger of information. Sometimes if you don't know What you're taking in You oh. react You put your money out there And yeah. you're buying into products That you might not need Or believe in And that's the thing When you turn on the internet now You get ads being like Do you want to make $350,000 in one week selling?" And we're throwing All of this stuff All the yeah. time And we, we struggle To see through it Because it's we don't a have lot, The knowledge it's, a lot, hard to man. it's hard work out there Especially the internet It can be harsh Bro, It can be harsh you
1: have to plug out From time to time Yeah 100% Man will just literally delete all my apps.
0: Yeah.
1: Just the flight mode.
0: Just
1: mm. after a certain time. Yeah. Just like really detox.
0: It's good to detox, 100%. What, what, what you got next though? What, what's coming up? What's coming up for Trey? Yeah, I need my phone. So I got some shows. Oh but yeah. I what, what, all the dates. No, nah, uh, go and grab your phone, man. It's cool.
1: Where's the phone
0: at? I think, where do you put
1: it? Yeah, you know what? So the first date. Yeah. Um, July the 12th. July the 12th. Um, my boy razor has got a headline show. Mm. So, um... Yeah, if you, if it's possible to put mm. the, like the link, hundred percent. Send
0: me through everything, and I'll pop everything down. Yeah. yeah
1: um So I've got. So I think that's the next show coming up. Uh, Where's that? Uh, a venue called Nambuka. Okay. I hope I'm getting the name right. Uh, I think it's in King's Cross. But Buckle. You know what? I've All the details like, will be below. Three maybe. or four dates. Um, to to give you. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, drop the EP. The EP's out now. Sick. Check uh, that. Out. On everything. Any way you can listen to music, that's where it'd be. Yeah. And um, I'm in the process of recording an, an acoustic version for the EP mm. so um, that's coming and then we're going to do the rollout for the videos mm. so yeah the videos, the acoustic version of the EP and then the one or two shows a month mm. and um, now I've started my own uh, oh, yeah. platform Yeah, so I've
0: got a link for that yeah. yeah I'll definitely be turning up to the next one I know the first one sold out real quick uh, can yeah. you tell the people what what the platform is all about?
1: Yeah, so basically, sir, it's a, it's a discussion-based platform hosted by myself, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we just get together and we discuss um, topics on social awareness and emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it in a nutshell. It's a, it's, an, it's an alternative turn up. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to go out, you don't want to go to the typical networking yeah. event or whatever. It's um it's an alternative turn up, and like we it's literally just like this. Mm-hmm. Like we we do it in a space where you feel comfortable enough that it feels like your bedroom, mm. so intellectual conversation in the co- in, in the comfort of your own home, mm. essentially, and um, yeah, it's hosted by myself.
0: But, Amazing, yeah, uh, I'll definitely be turning up to the next one because I'm I'm a big yeah. believer in conversation. I feel like that's how we we rectify things and we're able to then share and also like correct each other where each other are wrong and understand each other as well so without dialogue we're, we're gone like there's, there's no, no existence so we should always fight for the freedom of dialogue and, and idea sharing and whether it's whether it's a radical or wrong idea if, if you if you don't if I don't know what you're thinking it's hard for us to then reason and, and come up to what is good for everyone do you know what I mean so really appreciate that but before you leave I'm going to ask you one last question so What would your advice be for any upcoming musician getting into the industry? Like any young bucks out there that want to get into this industry of music making?
1: Um, hmm.
0: From one of the lessons that you've learned, like the hard way.
1: Um, I think I would say... Like really understand where you want to be mm. um, so do so wait understand where you want to be ahead of time and work backwards mm. so just ask yourself like what do you, so almost do like a, a, an audit on yourself yeah and understand where you are and understand where you want to be and then mm. fill in the blanks mm. and um, actually not as well one thing I would say is get a job mm. like, 100% make sure that you've got some sort of steady income mm. because or multiple incomes because music is very expensive mm. if you want to do it at the, yeah. the level that you yeah. want to do it at
0: and as a creative as well it's hard to think and create when you're under the burden of bills like do you know what I mean I think as as, as a society a lot of people are constantly living in a state of desperation like because of bills so we've got bills to pay we've got we've got debt to clear off we've got people that are relying on us financially and Mm. when you've got those burdens it's hard to be creative it's hard to think it's hard to it's hard to step out of the box and and become great because you're burdened by it, it. deep sense of like uh, um, desperation (laughs) in essence and you're constantly forcing it. So yeah, definitely appreciate that. But um, Trey, we're definitely going to have you on again. Like I'm sure we're going to have a lot more chats and I'll definitely be turning up to your next event, even though the last one sold out. So people need to make sure that they definitely turn up to it. It's going to be great. Like-minded people just sitting down, reasoning, talking and just Mm. generally growing and being better. So appreciate you coming down today and hopefully catch you again. Yeah, Cool. Safe. Nice one, bro. Bro,
1: appreciate that. Thank you bro Yeah I
0: appreciate it I'm definitely going to pick you up I need it man I need all the help I can get I need all the help I can get Life <laughs> first, man